Hello, welcome to Songs in the Key of, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of my head. So let's get on with it. This time round, it's a look at cover versions. Blind Faith's Can't Find My Way Home comes from their self-titled and only album of 1969. It's a delicate, fragile song thanks to Steve Winwood's absolutely broken delivery. But for a child of the 90s, the definitive version is not that produced by the classic rock supergroup of the late 60s, but the one produced by a completely different supergroup, Manchester's very own Electronic, featuring Bernard Sumner and Johnny Marr. Their version of Can't Find My Way Home is a rich, powerful version, with synthetic strings sweeping beneath Johnny Marr's guitar, elements of electronica are usually reserved for the hacienda and gospel vocals. Where Blind Faith's original is relatively spartan, electronic throw absolutely everything at the song. It still managed to sound restrained and full of the original version's sorrow and loss. Come down from your throne, leave your body alone. Somebody must change. Back in 2006, the Easy Star All Stars, a reggae collective, released their second covers album. Previous to this, they had reinterpreted the entirety of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in full. They'd called it, obviously, Dub Side of the Moon. This time round, though, it was the turn of Radiohead's OK Computer to get the full reggae treatment. And this album, again, obviously, was called Radio Dread. Radio Dread sounds fuller and more complete than the Easy Star All Stars treatment of the Pink Floyd record. It's as if Dubside had been a rehearsal for what was to come. It's a roll call of the great and good from the world of reggae. Featured artists include Horace Andy, The Meditations and Toots and the Maytales, whose frontman Toots Hibbert recently passed away. One of my favourites from Radio Dread is Karma Police, featuring Citizen Cope. It lumbers around with that lazy offbeat. The apocalyptic dystopian discomfort of the lyrics, all Hitler hairdos and lines blurring between the human and the technological, is perfectly suited to reggae, a genre often used to highlight inequality and unfairness. Listen to this if you don't believe me. Come on,
when Nirvana created All Apologies, it was delivered with that kind of world weariness, much imitated but never bettered, that only Kurt Cobain could deliver. It's full of self-loathing with lines like, what else could I write? I don't have the right. But is equally happy, if that's the right word, to take swipes at others. I wish I was like you, easily amused. The final song from Nirvana's final album, and I appreciate there's a certain amount of hindsight talking here. It just sounds like he's had enough. And then we get to Catherine Williams' interpretation of the song, taken from her excellent Relations album, which, aside from her little black numbers, is probably my favourite album of hers. Catherine Williams' version is heavy on the strings. To be honest, even the Nirvana original had strings in it. Listen to Kurt Cobain groaning on the last track of In Utero, and you'll hear a sombre, sober cello creaking below the lead singer's fragile vocal. With Catherine Williams, though, the strings swell in number. There's a much fuller sound, with Catherine singing harmony with herself, which adds a sense of taut drama to the proceedings. What else do I be? Those perennial wedding disco favourites were masters and mistresses of the pop classic. But what makes them stand out in particular is their amazing use of light and shade. It may be all sparkly sing-along melodies, but take a listen to the lyrics and they can be devastating. Take Knowing Me, Knowing You for example. Now somewhat hijacked by Alan Partridge, it's actually a bleak, bleak song. Strip it of the music and you're in a world of absolute pain. We're almost in the world of W.H. Auden's funeral blues here. No more carefree laughter. Silence ever after. Walking through an empty house. Tears in my eyes. This is where the story ends. This is goodbye. And then in 1996, the Wonder release a covers album called Wonderful World of the Wonder Mints. It's one of those contractual obligations albums. They were bound in to come up with a second record, but had not enjoyed the experience of making their first album, a self-titled affair, the previous year. A covers album seemed like the easiest way forward to get themselves out of the contract without having to create any new material. It's got some absolute classics on it. The Smokes, My Friend Jack, the theme from Barbarella and Pink Floyd's Arnold Lane. But the one I've gone for is the ABBA classic. Somehow the band are able to convey the deep sense of sadness of the lyrics while also demonstrably having fun with the song. You can almost hear them in the gaps between the lyrics express their glee. We're getting to record an ABBA song. 
Isn't this fantastic? And it is. In 1999, one of the biggest bands in the country was a Scottish act called Travis. Having released a feel-good album called Good Feeling, they discovered there was actually more to be made out of feeling bad. And so their subsequent albums, The Man Who and The Invisible Bands, took a more dour, miserable turn. Talking of turns, one of the B-sides to their single, Turn, was a cover of Britney Spears' One More Time. It turns the bubblegum instant classic into something dark and introverted. There are times on the record, especially during the chorus, when the band corpse. But for the most part, it takes things into a menacing, brooding direction. Commentators had previously expressed concern about a young schoolgirl begging to be hit one more time. And Travis's interpretation added weight to the idea that maybe there's something very wrong going on here. unparalleled energy to anything he touches. His piano playing is astonishing. As someone who plays the piano myself, I have nothing but absolute gobsmacked admiration for what he can do with 88 black and white keys. If you can find him playing a snippet of Dick Dale's Miserloo as part of philosophy on YouTube, playing the piano like many others would try playing a glockenspiel or a dulcimer, you begin to understand exactly what I'm talking about. Here, though, I want to introduce you to his take on The Cure's In Between Days, taken from his Sunny Superspeed graphic LP, which is actually a collection of EPs. There's the trademark close vocal harmonies and furiously paced drumming, but beneath it all, that piano. That piano. That piano. Excuse me while I just melt into a puddle of admiration.
Thanks to my choice of subject matter, covers, I've ended up choosing two of my favourite acts of all time for this episode, Ben Folds and now, for this section, The Divine Comedy. Neil Hannon's got a solid history of putting his own spin on other people's songs. The bonus disc of The Divine Comedy's Bangos The Knighthood includes a live version of L'Amour est Bleu. And I remember that shortly after John Peel's death in 2004, The Divine Comedy paid tribute to him at their Albert Hall concert with a cover of Joy Division's Atmosphere. Sadly, I don't have a recording of that, but I do have a recording of their treatment of Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, that's right, you heard correctly. A fey, whimsical chamber pop act performing a song by a proper act that rocks. The song is, of course, No One Knows. The strings on this throb away and pound their way into the soul. Neil Hannon's voice snarls away and the whole thing bristles with tension. Oh, and there's a mean banjo solo. Needless to say, I prefer this to the original. Banjo solo. are at their most intriguing when they cross genres. And so it is when you take a Soul Divas floor filler classic and put it in the hands of one of the stars of the UK folk scene. John Bowden is best known as the front man of the much missed Bellowhead who took ancient folk songs and added elements of jazz, funk and anything they felt like really to give them a modern twist. But here in a solo capacity he takes Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody and turns it into a lingering, tender folk ballad. Warning, this song contains accordions. The clock strikes upon the hour And the sun begins to fade Still enough time to figure it out how to chase these blues away I've done all right up to now It's the light of day that shows me how When the night falls The loneliness calls While we're in a folky mood, let's talk about the Leisure Society, 
I first saw them at Witchwood Festival on Cheltenham Racecourse back in 2010. Oh dear, that's 10 years ago now. With their use of flutes and strings and other instruments, together with that gentle vocal style, they immediately struck me as a cross between Bell and Sebastian and the aforementioned Divine Comedy. And we've already established that I love the Divine Comedy. The Leisure Society's biggest song, The Last of the Melting Snow, is off their first album, The Sleeper. A limited edition of that album came with an additional CD called A Product of the Ego Drain, which featured a cover of Gary Newman's Cars. There's not a squelchy synth in sight on this version. No robotic vocals, no heavily processed drums, none of that. Instead, you've got the really warm sound of Nick Hemming singing, all accompanied by gorgeous strings and woodwind that creates a whole new energy to the song. Where Gary Newman's version was a drive through some high-rise metropolis, the Leisure Society's version is more of a gentle Sunday jaunt through the countryside, quite possibly in a much-loved Morris Minor. Cash's American recording series, a great British institution decided to have a go at adding weight to his profile with a series of cover versions. Possibly inspired by his reload collaborations with the likes of the Stereophonics, the Cardigans and Heather Small, there's more depth and heft to Tom Jones's albums Praise and Blame, Spirit in the Room and Long Lost Suitcase. My choice for this final segment of the episode of Songs in the Key of is Strange Things, a big, bold, brassy, soul-filled cover of the gospel classic by Sister Rosetta Tharp. It's a full-bodied, red-blooded delivery of the tune sung as only as this particular boy from the valleys could possibly sing a song from America's deep south. And I am a believer. Oh, we heard church people say They are in the holy way There are strange things Every day On the last red judgment day When they drive him all away There are strange things happening Every day Every day And that's it for this episode. Looking through my albums, I think there could well be enough room for another instalment or two of songs in the key of covers. So you can look out for that at some point. In the meantime, I'll be back with another 10 songs that have caught my attention very soon. Until then, have a marvellous few days and nights till we meet again. You must learn to quit your life. There are strange.